Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. The Life of St. Philip Neri by Antonio Galonio, Section 8, Chapter 99. In that same year, 1570, Giovanni Angelo Crivelli came to Philip to confess his sins, as he usually did on the Thursday of Holy Week, being in good health and strength. He had hardly knelt down before him when Philip looked at him intently and said, Be prepared, have a firm heart and a strong will, fear nothing, but let your heart be bold. God wants something of you. I don't know what, for his greater glory. Giovanni Angelo replied, I am not afraid now, Father. I am ready for any eventuality. Let God do with his servant as he wishes. I have placed my life at his disposal. I am entirely his. Philip answered, And what if the Lord wishes to try you with the most severe affliction? I conform myself to him, he answered promptly. As always, I will place my his will before anything I might want. Philip concluded, Be careful then. Summon your strength to sustain with a calm and willing heart whatever this great matter is that will come upon you with God's permission. Giovanni Angelo returned home soon afterwards, still in good health. But as the day wore on, a severe sickness suddenly afflicted him so that he died four days later, a death he accepted with a cheerful countenance, strengthened by the sacraments of the church. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Angels of God, our guardians dear, to whom God's love commits us here, ever this day be at our side, to light and guard, to rule and guide, amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. Saint Philip Neri, gentle guide of youth, apostle of Rome, vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Our Lord said the Last Supper on Holy Thursday, the night before he died. And late that evening after the Last Supper, his soul was very sorrowful. And he went to the agony, he went to the Garden of Gethsemane. And for many hours he prayed, Father, if it's possible, let this cup pass from me, but not my will, but thy will be done. But after an hour, he came and found his apostles asleep. He woke them, but then went back to pray. He prayed again for another hour and came back and found them sleeping. 
He awoke them and then went back and prayed for another hour. Finally, he came back and said, are you still sleeping and taking your rest? Could you not watch one hour with me? The flesh is willing. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. And then he was arrested. And then he was taken for his trials. And the next day he died, crucified, mocked, abandoned by his apostles except for John. But on the third day he rose. On the third day, which is not Friday. That's the first day. The second day is Saturday. The third day is Sunday. Now, why is this important for our reading tonight? Because Crivelli came to Philip on Holy Thursday, the day in which Christ gave us the Eucharist, the day he instituted the priesthood. And Philip was aware that something great was going to happen to him over this sacred triduum, this sacred three days. Good Friday, Holy Thursday, Holy Saturday, and something did happen. For on that Holy Thursday night, he began to be sick. And four days after, on the fourth day, that is Easter Sunday, it would seem, he died and entered eternal life. And so we are being taught a great secret in tonight's reading. The main purpose of our life is to be conformed to the death and resurrection of Jesus. St. John Paul II said we have to assimilate the death and resurrection of Jesus. When does that begin? It begins at baptism, in which in the waters of baptism we're buried and we come out of the water a new creation. We die. Symbolically with Christ, the waters poured over our head. We come out of the font, a risen person, risen with Christ. And every time we die to ourself, we deny ourself, and we rise to a new level of holiness, we're being conformed to the death and resurrection of Christ. Every time we're persecuted, every time we suffer, we are being conformed to his death. We go to confession. We die to ourselves, we kneel down and we rise, forgiven, to begin again. Every time we go to Mass, we offer ourselves and all of our lives and joys and sufferings and labors with Christ on the cross. We then take part in his resurrection and receive his risen flesh and are raised up, strengthened to begin again, given new life. But finally, this conforming of ourselves to the death and resurrection of Christ is completed at death, our physical death, when through the sacrament of the sick, the sacrament of the anointing, the final anointing, in this holy viaticum, Christ gives us the grace to transform our deaths into an act of loving obedience, like Crivelli did. We can accept this punishment for original sin in union with Christ who died for us. And then when we wake up, 
after we've fallen asleep in the Lord, we wake up in eternity. And this is the moment in which we have longed for, the moment in which we see God, the moment in which we're carried before him. And even if there's still some final purification, a final sharing in his death and resurrection as we're prepared for heaven, we have arrived. If we die in Christ's friendship, if we have died with him and risen with him to a new life, then we will rise forever, body and soul in heaven. Let us ask St. Philip and St. John Paul II to pray for us today. They will bless us from the Father's house and encourage us not to give up. For if we are sharing in Christ's death and resurrection, then we have found the true meaning of the human life. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.